All right. Hey, man, uh, welcome um, to the Eric J. The Great uh, podcast, man. I got a, a special guest on the show today. Uh, appreciate you for having me. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Hip-hop artist Tibsy, man, from uh, Louisville. Tibsy. Tibsy. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good about yourself. I'm doing all right, bro. Yeah, I'm going to uh, start off by playing one of your songs off YouTube real quick, you know, so people, uh, they probably ain't never heard your music before. And then we'll uh, get into the questions. Yeah. 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 Niggas ask for price, price. Niggas never cop a cop. If bitch wanna fuck me on her page, you bought a guy. Told me not to use a condom like she had an option. And three months 30 on diamonds. Niggas say this, I be shining. Third chain say forever grinding. Bitch love that drops perfect time. Had to cut a couple niggas off. That was all of a sobby bitch on me to push your bag down. But she couldn't. I'm mad at killing off these phones. It's double seal because it's strong. Fuck the bitch, but my chain's on. Serving peas in the school zone. Show my first bitch, she do coke. 8900 for this coke. Looking for exotic, so I told him, tough bitch, I get photo fuck. Put up with 20. Both us in a week, we had it gone. Next to real footage, you got mad found news went through my phone. Sell it home and get the lease to break it down and break the most. Fuck the most, then I went ghost. Fuck my ex, she do the most. Bitch ain't like me trap, bought a second phone. Started selling books, she won the first. Couldn't take the hoe, broke it down and tell him. I'm in school, with my skill, plays outside the locker room. Making plays, people practice, my coach doesn't have a clue. Made my first game and I was still in school. She said, why you fuck me so hard, bitch, I'm off with Pillarton. That shit is hard as fuck. That song's so hard. That's one of my favorite songs. Man, bro, when I first listened to that song, I was like, dog, the funny, the shit that made me laugh when <laughs> the shit made me laugh when you the bar you had said uh she asked me to uh to hit her with a rub on like she had an option. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Oh, cap. tripping. Of course I'm going on. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, tell the people where you're from, man, and uh, how old are you? Said what? Tell the people where you're from and how old are you? I'm from Low, Kentucky. I'm 22 years old. Okay, then. So, uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind, man, when you hear your city? Uh, I think of Kentucky Derby, real honestly. Uh, that's really it, honestly. That's the first thing that came to my mind. And describe how it is uh, growing up in Louisville, man. You know, somebody that ain't never been to Louisville before. Just uh, describe how honestly, it was growing up. Honestly, it's not really shit to do out here. It just depends on where you grow up. Did you uh did you grow up with a two parent household or a single parent? I grew up with a two parent household up until like fourth grade in elementary school. My dad ended up going to jail for a couple years. I was it. Oh, okay. Uh, what well, what's your dad go to jail for? So you said what? Uh, what's your dad end up going to jail for? 
I ain't gonna lie, honestly, I don't even remember. I was younger. He uh, ended up getting that job when I got in like seventh grade. So, went in there for too long. It was like two, three years. Oh, okay. Uh, you got any siblings? So, I got a little brother, two younger sisters. Okay. So, you the oldest? Thanks. Okay. So describe uh describe some of the struggles, man, that come with living in Louisville, Kentucky, that you had to endure, man, just growing up in a city like this. Describe what? Describe some of the struggles you had to endure, you know, uh living in Louisville. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Yeah, when I was growing up, I didn't really struggle too much. My uh my people's I mean they, they I I can't say I had everything, but Whatever I needed, they made sure I had it. So. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Did you, uh, did you, uh, what type of uh, activities you was into as a kid? Did you play any sports or you, anything? I, like that? When I was growing up, I just play uh, basketball, football, and a little bit of T-ball and stuff. I mainly played basketball. I used to play for a team called Little Magic. We used to travel across the uh, country. Play in different states, play against uh, like top notch uh, talent and stuff. Oh, okay. So, did you um, did you have anybody in your family that was involved in the music business? When I was younger, my uncle used to rap, but I don't think that was really serious with it. Like I used to hear their music and stuff, but I don't, I don't think they took it too far or was even like dropping their music and stuff. Oh, okay. So, uh, so what what would you say led you to doing music? Honestly, uh, it was like summer. I dropped out of college. Me and my best friend, who was just in his room, just smoking, just talking. He kept trying to get me to freestyle, and I couldn't freestyle at all. And I just kept trying. And then after a while, I was like, I just went and bought a beat. I was like, oh, I'm gonna start rapping. So then, ever since then, I think it was like 2018. Ever since then, I started rapping, but I never really pumped. On facts. Uh, yeah, it was, and then I really got serious with it. When we got quarantine, when the Corona first started hitting, I went ahead and bought me a whole little studio kit for in the house and just started recording myself and him. Ever since then, start going hard with this. Oh, okay, yeah, I can feel that. I never, uh, like, I was rapping for probably like a whole year before I actually started like feel comfortable enough to drop my music because I, uh, like, to this day, I'm still having trouble trying to find my confidence in myself. Like, I know I'm good, but I'm just not that type of person. Uh, like I'm not really a people's person. Like back in school, I didn't like talking in front of the classroom. Like I didn't like doing none of that. Like I only want to do shows. I'm, I don't like being in front of the crowds. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. That's some something, something you got to grow into, man. I know. Uh, me personally, I didn't really grow into myself until I was about 24, 25 years old. That's when I really felt comfortable in my own skin. You know what I'm saying? My friends would tell me I need to get off that. I'm going to do it sooner or later. I got to. If I want to pursue this music shit, I want to take that shit to the, as far as possible. Oh, yeah, bro. You got to uh, take it day by day, bro. You'll, you'll, you'll come around to, you know, um, be, um, being more people person, especially especially when, you know, you have plays lined up when it starts making sense as far as money-wise. Yeah, so who, what was uh, some of your favorite uh, music artists growing up? Like, who you grew up listening to? Growing up, I listened to a lot of Young Thug. Like, that's, that was my favorite artist, for sure. Damn, you man. Know, when, I, when I got older, I started going through stuff, like, going through life. Uh, so 
Dallas and other people. This is an uh, underground artist from Chicago. His name is Lucky. Like, I flew uh, to his music because I can relate to it so much. Like, that's my favorite artist at the moment. Uh, I still listen to Young Thug. It's not as much. No, okay. So, uh, what do you think about that situation Young Thug in right now? Free him. Free him. I don't think that. I think that's right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, where did you get your rap name from? A rap name—that's my last name. Honestly, like when I was playing basketball in high school, they started calling me by my last name. I just everybody was just keep uh, they just started calling me by that now. That's what I go by too. Oh, okay. So, uh, around what time uh, was was your first time going to the studio? Is that when was my first time going to the studio? Yeah. I would say it was like December of 2019 or 2020. I uh, had wrote two songs before I went. So, when I went, I already had everything ready. I just wasn't comfortable on the mic, so it didn't sound too good. Oh, okay. So, would you say you more of a writer or a freestyler, or you kind of a mixture of both? I first started, I was writing all my songs, but like I started, I was in the studio for a whole summer, like every day, because my friend, he had a studio, he had a whole studio in his house. He was going there every day. There was a group of us who was recording every day. And I started forcing myself to go in the booth and punch in. So, that's what I do now. I don't write nothing no more. I like punching in. I feel like it's better that way because it's off the top of your head. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. So, like, um, would you say, um, would you say, did you got confidence uh, right now as far as like, you know, uh, your skills in the music? Sure, I know I make good music. Uh, for sure, I know I make great music for sure. It's just, I don't know. I don't know for real. Honestly, I make good yeah well uh, uh when would you say you you uh gain that confidence in the music say it again i'm sorry uh when when would you say you gain the confidence in the music to where you you felt like you can really pursue it I dropped my first tape last year. It's called Better Me. Uh, I was getting a lot of good reviews and the uh, streams I had on it. It was decent for my being my first year, my first tape. I was like, damn, they fucking with me. So I can't stop now. I gotta keep going, see what else I can do with this shit, what else I can make and create, see how far I can take it. Okay. The music scene in our city is is growing. You've got Jackie STG, like. It's a lot of talent in our city, for real. We just don't get no light on us. I mean, it's going, it's coming, but yeah, yeah a lot of great artists for sure. Yeah, it is a lot of talent in Louisville, man. You know, I don't interviewed a couple of people from the city. It's a, definitely a lot of talent. It really, could be like another Atlanta for real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just you know how it is. Everybody just think they're better than the next person. Like people don't want to come together. It's usual. Yeah, so you are uh, you independent right now? Yes, sir. 
And would you uh would you sign to a major if it made sense, or would you would you stay independent? Uh, you know, I'm just, I was talking to my friend about this the other day. I don't really want to be I don't want to be mainstream. I want to be like an underground team for real. Of course, I want the mainstream money, but like I don't I don't really care for fame. I like I like the underground scene more than the industry. No, oh, okay. Why why you say that? Uh, that's a good question. Like the underground, like. It don't seem like they can control. Like they do what they want to do as far as they drop their music, how much music they drop whenever they want to. Uh, and the fan base, they got like nice fan bases, loyal. They ride for you. Yeah, the good thing, the good thing about being independent, in my opinion, if you got a million people, you know, what I'm saying as far as a fan base. And you independent, and you made some decent money to where you got enough money to fund your projects and things like that. When you put out a project, you're gonna make more money than a person that signed to a major, even if only a hundred hundred thousand people buy because all that money come to you, you ain't got to split it with nobody. But it's just like a case by case scenario with that. Everybody don't be fortunate to be in certain situations where they can, you know, stay independent, but. That's definitely a position that you know every artist should want to be in. I feel like now what you say. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Right, yeah, what you what you were saying? So you are you heard me? What you say it's going in now good. No, I was saying what you were saying. I was just saying, I feel like when artists get put in those situations, I just feel like they've been trying to rush it. Oh, okay. So how, how often do you be recording and uh, how much music you send on right now? I used to record uh, every week, but I had slowed down once I finished my tape because I just, I mean, I'm paying up for the studio time myself. That's just expensive. Uh, and I just need a little break. So, like sometimes you have to get my mind right do live and do stuff like rap about feel me? But uh, right now I've been recording a little bit, like twice a week, and I think I'm sitting on probably like three, four hundred songs, but not that many songs droppable. Like I sit on a lot of songs, like hard on, hard on myself as far as like what I drop. I control what I drop. I don't want to put out bullshit. I mean, not necessarily bullshit. Just like I don't, I don't want to put out certain songs. I don't like the person. But my friends, they be telling me drop them. Other people like. The fans might like it, but I just don't sometimes. Yeah, man. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta take that chance, man. Sometimes that one song you might not think that you might not like might be that hit. You know what I'm saying? Especially especially if you put a visual behind it. Facts. I've been hearing that a lot recently. I ain't gonna lie. It's crazy you just asked me that. I was talking to my uh, producer about that yesterday. Oh yeah. So, like, when you first dropped the project, man, how did the city embrace you around that time? Uh, you talking about the Better Me with my first project? 
Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of love, and I wasn't used to that, you feel me? And that just, that gave me a little confidence, too. That's what made me keep going for real. I seen that was fucking with it. Okay. And I seen, like, I was growing as an artist and getting better and better. So I was like, damn, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, getting that getting that outpouring of love, man, starting out, man, can make you uh, get that confidence to want to keep doing it because you, you get that reassurance. You know, everybody needs reassurance, you know, when you're doing something. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's crazy because I never would have thought I'd be rapping. I used to play basketball. I, I thought I was going to be playing basketball somewhere. I ended up falling in love with this shit. That's what's up, man. So what would you say is your biggest project right now? I just dropped a tape on the 25th called Only One. It's got eight tracks and two features on it. Uh, one of them was my brother named Carrie. Another feature on it, his name was Soul Plugs. Okay. I feel like it's my best piece of work, too, for sure. I got, like, it's like a whole different sound from my first sound. My sound sounds more put together. Okay. So I know you had said something about the music scene in the city as far as, like, you know, other artists and stuff in the city, man. Uh-huh. Describe the current state of that and uh, do a lot of artists collab in Louisville or how is it? I mean, it, a lot of artists do collab in Louisville. It's kind of like, I swear. Uh, you know how everybody got their little groups that they mess with, right? Yeah. It's basically like that for real. Like, everybody collab, but everybody got their own group instead of people that they mess with as far as making music with. Like, me personally, I work with other people, but I really like to make music by myself. When I started, I used to go to my friend's house, like I was telling you, and I'll be somebody else would be getting on the song because was, I wasn't the only artist there. So I was always sharing the beat. So then when I look back on my catalog, I'm like, damn, bro, you got too many features. Like, you can't drop no music. How you going to drop music by yourself? So then once I noticed that, I just started going to the studio by myself and just working on singles. Oh, yeah. So, like, um, uh, what artists have you worked with so far, and what artists would you work with in the future? Uh, I've worked with uh, Cream, Endo, Slowbucks, uh, Brian Bandit, uh, Big Tootie, mm. uh, Young Trapper. Who else would I work with? I ain't trying to leave nobody else. Damn. I think that's it. Oh, yeah, Mark So Fly. I'm tripping. I can't forget about Brody. Yes. And Mark So Fly. Hey, do you got anybody on the, um, that you want to work with in the future? When anybody yeah, come on? Sure. Uh, my boy, Juan B. Fly. I want to make some music with. Uh... I can't think off the top of my head right now, for real. Uh, I must can't forget about my big my big brother, big uh Eastside Booby. I got a few songs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eastside Booby hard, man. I just interviewed him uh last week. Yeah, yeah, I just watched it too, not too long ago. I think I watched it the same day he dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the visual, man, but uh he didn't want to do the visual because you know, uh he went fresh that day, so he was like, you know, <laughs> we had to do it again when he put some clothes on, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. just put the audio version up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like Booby and uh, uh, Black Steve, man. I think they real hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I fuck with Black Steve. They got some good songs together for sure. 
Yeah, Eastside east movie, man. I don't know, man. It's just like that's just just kind of second nature, you know. When the him man, the way he be flowing, you know, like it's like he just freestyle everything. It's work It's crazy. Work, 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 work. Sure. Yeah, I think yeah, a song with y'all two would definitely go crazy, especially if it was like the vibe, like the song I played in the beginning of the podcast. Like, it's like a thing like that, like no, with no hook. Well, both of y'all on. Got my nigga with me. I'm just making. Shady in my fault. Going in now. Yeah, I'm saying like if um if both of y'all made a song with no hook. Like the song that I was playing earlier, uh, at the beginning of the episode, that that'd be hard. You got a hard, hard ass song with no hook on it. He, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. He actually dropped a video for it. He uh, dropped a double video. I can't, can't remember the name of the song, but uh, get the bag. That's what it's called. Get the bag. That's, I'm on that song, but I, I was on some lame shots. Like, I ain't trying to shoot it, bro. I feel like we can make some harder songs. He ended up shooting a video because he's been on waste because the song is hard for sure. But yeah, that shit's hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're going to have to start doing the visuals, man. The visuals, man. That's what them labels want to see, man. They want to see see you, man. Like, it can't just be music. You got to put the face behind it, too, sometimes. Yeah, facts. Uh, this year, that's what I'm working on. I'm trying to work on uh, putting out more music videos. Like I was saying, shit's just expensive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you on that. I got. Uh, I'm about to shoot a video to one of the songs on my project called 007. I feel like that's gonna be top song on my project. A couple people tell me they sound like the most put together song. It's sound like it's like an industry type song. Okay. So, uh, what are some things you like doing when you're not recording music? I like to just chill. I'll be in the house most of the time, just watch TV, or chill with my dog, smoke a lot of weed too. <laughs> yeah man yeah they good smoke man i seen you smoking early yeah so uh what would you say uh what are your short and long-term uh goals as far as your music career uh, okay i got great okay i got i got good stream numbers but i'm trying to take those stream numbers and push my videos more and get my uh views up i got i got a lot of my, my videos are fire. They're good quality and everything. I just got to get the numbers up on them. I need to figure out where I need to put my money at and push my music videos and push my us, push my music in general. I don't really do a lot of promo, but I got good numbers for somebody that don't do promo. But just imagine what I could do if I did do promo, put the money behind myself. Yeah, man, you got to invest in yourself, man. Uh, one thing I would say that worked uh, for me is uh whenever those celebrities uh be plant uh, posting promo mm-hmm. on Instagram for like hundred, two hundred dollars, I'll be paying I'll be paying people to do that. And I'd use the Instagram and the YouTube ads, pay for the Instagram and YouTube ads. Which one you think uh you could get more uh what's the word? Hmm? Yeah, which one you think you get more exposure from? Both of them work like you like it don't hurt to do both of them. You know what I'm saying? Because like the Instagram and the YouTube, you can create a budget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you could be like, oh, I want to spend fifty dollars over this amount of days, and they break it up like five dollars a day or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they tell you how many people you're gonna reach, and you can pick what cities that you wanted to go towards. Versus versus you know a celebrity just gonna have a set price. 
but read the thing with the celebrities, I'm like, shoot, if this dude got 5 million followers and I get him $200, put my stuff up for 24 hours, I'm like, shoot, at least at least a quarter million to half a million people going to see this. I feel like that's worth it. You know what I'm saying? And then out of that, at least half of that number go go to my profile and see what I got going on. So, you know, so it just, you know, it's just little things like that I, that I'll be doing, you know. Uh, a lot of people sleep on that advertisement, man, and the billboards too. You know, billboards is cheaper than what people think, man. There's some billboards you can get on in Louisville for $1,000. That's crazy. I was just asking somebody about that because uh, one of the artists in the city, named One Way Yanni, he dropped a project not too long ago and he had a billboard. Yeah, they got the billboards on Google. All you got to do is just call the people and set it up because I'm thinking I'm about to do one for my, pod- for my podcast. Mm, that's smart. Man, I didn't know that was that cheap, though. That's wild. Yeah, they got different ranges. They got they range from uh, 700 all the way to like 10,000. How long? Uh, they usually keep them up for a month, but it'll stay up longer than a month if somebody don't buy the billboard behind yours. You know what I'm saying? So if it become the if it become the 32nd day or the 31st day, and somebody ain't purchased the billboard to replace yours, then your stuff gonna stay up until somebody, you know what I'm saying? Buy it again. So, what you say? Go ahead, boss man. Oh, well, so what what, uh, what upcoming uh, projects you got for 2022, man, and any features you got on the way? Uh, I'm always uh, making music with my brother named Cream. We got some uh, music with this artist named Hendo Houdini coming soon. We're actually working on a project. I just finished mine, so we about to start getting back working on our stuff together. Uh, and I plan on dropping another project at the end of the year. It's all another single project. Probably no more features on this one. Okay. All right. Well, around what time frame you think you're going to drop it before the summer out or in the fall? I won't, I won't drop a tip around my birthday, so probably like October. Okay. That's what's up. So, um, what do what do you want people to know you for, man? Like, uh, why do you want to do that? I want to get uh, in, bro. What you say? What do you want people to know you for? Uh, say it again. Bro, what do you want people to know you for? My music. So um, any last words you want to say, man, like uh, any closing remarks, anything you want your fans to know as far as your music and uh, let people know how to find you on social media and stuff. All right. Uh, shit. More music's coming. I'm about to start getting more consistent. I got too much music I'm sitting on, so I'm about to start letting this shit fly. Uh, you can find my Instagram at T-I-S-B-Y-Y. Uh, I don't got a Twitter. That's the only thing I got for me. Okay. And uh, is that your uh, your um, name on Apple Music and all those music platforms too? Yes, sir. Okay. But yeah, man, I uh, appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast today, man. I'm gonna drop this tonight, and uh, and uh, I'll tag you, you know, when I uh, once it posts on YouTube and Spotify and stuff. But uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. I think you got nice music and. Uh, and uh, you just just as good as anybody else in the city, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, 
keep grinding and um and you know everything will work out for you. I appreciate you uh coming on and um anytime you got something coming going on as far as your music or or um I talk about real life stuff too. I don't just do interviews. I talk yeah. about you know fake friends, police brutality, like real stuff that people might come across. You know what I'm saying in their real life. You know, you can hit me up anytime and we'll we can strike up a podcast about it. We'll set it up. What's up, man? I appreciate you for having me. All right. Um, my first interview. I appreciate it a lot for sure. Oh, no problem, bro. And uh, uh you have a good one, bro. Uh you too, boss. All right. And this concludes today's episode of Eric J. The Great Podcast. Everybody go check out Tisby on all streaming platforms. Go run his music up and go follow him on Instagram.